Welcome to the underground. Turn me up, bitch! My Little Underground with Peter A. It's My Little Underground. I'm Peter A, and I have an email newsletter coming out this Monday, so if you haven't subscribed yet, please do so via the link in the episode description below. And you'll get a song I can't stop listening to, and plus a summary of the recent happenings here on My Little Underground. And this week, returning to the show for a third time, we have Joe Trainer of the LA band Dummy, and we talked all about the independent artist grind, uh, Dummy entering the Sub Pop Singles Club, the big tour coming up this summer with Horse Girl and Lifeguard, bands I should keep a lookout for, the vinyl release of the first two Dummy EPs, and so much more with Joe Trainer of Dummy on My Little Underground. Joe Trainer, welcome back to My Little Underground. Third time's a charm. Thanks for having me back again. Yeah, um, lots to talk about this time around, but, um, you know, as we usually do, you know, I love your Twitter. It's, it's great. It's very spicy. There's a couple of things I want to talk to you about um, that are, are not spicy, but interesting to me um, and sure. important to talk about. Um, I love the thing you tweeted about interactive websites connected to bands music. Now, can you elaborate on this idea of yours? Oh, um, that was actually just had something to do with like PR that I'm doing for another band they have this interact this band Vinyl Williams has this really crazy interactive uh website and like if you you, like go through it and like kind of traverse it and explore it you can actually find his new record which isn't out for another few months you can find it there for to download if you just kind of like search around for it so i was just looking for someone to possibly like write or cover about it because i don't do a lot of like tech stuff when it comes to like band like in it relating to bands and using like tech in, in a way to like kind of like be an extension of someone's art or music so yeah i was just kind of like reaching out to the world for that um yeah but i don't is have it, any other thoughts beyond that <laughs> okay like what what is like when you go to a website and then you can like just listen to somebody's album or buy a record off of what, what is it really it's just like this three-dimensional like oh, okay. psychedelic world that you can kind of like just explore around um it's just something it's it's i feel it's it's more like i guess like a not a video game but like i don't know it's it's you just he, he does a lot of like um, 3D like design and stuff like that. And his like a- aesthetic is really uh, futuristic and stuff like that. So like, yeah, he just built a website. You can kind of like just click around and see the world that like his record kind of lives in. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Speaking of uh, your, your PR, um, you know, endeavors, is there any other bands and artists that you think we should be paying attention to? Um. Hmm. Let me think. I mean, I think the band Green Blue, uh, they're on Feel It Records, the same label as uh, Sweeping Promises. Their record I worked on, I think, is really good. Um, I don't know. I've been sending emails all day, so my brain is a little, like, fried for, like, thinking about what specifically... Uh, I've been... There's this band Kareen from... Um, uh, Bellingham Washington school it's real heavy 
uh, more like Mets and Fugazi kind of stuff. Um, wow. Yeah, they're really cool. Really good live band. I think they probably are playing New York on their tour. Um, I'm not 100% sure of that, but yeah, I mean, the Posmic record that our Posmic tape that I worked on uh, a while ago, a couple months ago, is really great. Um, but yeah. Cool. Um, another thing you talked about is this book, Our Band Could Be Your Life, written by uh, Michael Azirad. Am I pronouncing that right? Yeah. Um, and you talked about the grind of the band and how important is the, the, the overall grind for an independent band like Dummy? How important is it to you guys? Well, I mean, we've been as like individuals are since, you know, since our teenage years have been playing shows, booking shows, touring. We've been grinding our whole lives, like just because we love and care about music. And that book depicts like in the 80s where they're like the kind of network wasn't there in terms of like, you know, a real foundational structure like it is now. You just had to meet people and like help people through like phone calls and like, you know, there wasn't email. It was just all phone calls, you trusting someone, building a relationship, them coming to you, to your city and just building this like, you know, DIY network that fostered like culture and community. And it wasn't just like about, you know, getting the bag. And, you know, I think like that's really lost in a lot of ways in the current just way people just like think like you know like there's a cheat code to getting signed to getting a booking agent to all this stuff you know like I said in the thing and it just isn't that way and it also can be like weirdly insulting when someone is like how did you get a booking agent how did you get signed it's like well I worked fucking hard like that's how like I haven't like I didn't sit on the internet complaining for you know years being like no one likes my band no one pays attention to me so like you know, I, I just, I don't have patience for that sort of stuff. Obviously there's, you know, rich kids that just get plopped in there and, you know, can get things handed to them, you know, for no reason. And there's obviously, you know, bands that like pop off really quickly with like a, a like, you know, a little, like an EP or, you know, s some hype or something, but, you know, it's it's rare that like word of mouth and hard work is kind of like the way bands get popular now it's more just about that initial like you know you have to put out your first record it has to be this fully formed thing and bands don't have time to develop i mean i maybe i said it on this before but like i mean early mbv sucks and then they became one of the best bands of all time and put out one of the most important records of all time so i mean and they had that time to develop you know, from their first record that just sounds like bad birthday party cramps stuff to, you know, Loveless, which is considered, you know, an all-time classic. So I just, yeah, I feel like in with our band, It Could Be Your Life, it was just all these people, like, with very, all the bands that are covered in that are all very different sounding bands, but they all have that common kind of, like, kind of coming from punk and hardcore. And, you know, obviously, like, Sonic Youth might be the outlier in terms of, like, you know, Kim Gordon... I don't know all of them. I don't know if they were like rich kids. They're definitely like more like art kids, but also they're making extremely abrasive, uncommercial music. So like, even if they were rich kids, like they still weren't, they weren't like trying, you know, I mean, obviously back then they weren't like making like just radio music. They weren't trying to become famous. They were doing it for like the pure love of like making art and, you know, 
so that's you know that whole book just kind of tells the history of like early indie rock diy and i feel like you know a lot of people don't i you know i don't that to me that book was like transformative for me it's like just reading about like what it was like to be in a touring band during that time which was not easy and it was scary and you know you just worked you fucking worked I can only speak from, you know, a music fan perspective because I'm not a musician, but I have seen bands pop the fuck off. First album, major signing, big uh, co-sign. And then like album two and three, it's like they show they show their ass. It just it's terrible. And I hear a lot of local artists on, on the scene, you know, uh, I've talked to over the years have been like, like you're saying, whining and complaining. Why doesn't anybody care about me? This is not worth it, whatever, whatever. And I've heard some some of these artists put out really good first albums for somebody's first album. And then I see a band like Dummy. It's like, you know, this music is incredible. And they're just out here. You know, they're playing shows. And one, the music is good, first of all. So that's why all this shit is happening for you to me. Because yeah. the music is good. I can only speak from a music fan's perspective anyway. I mean, for me, that's... I. I mean, there's obviously an element of like, you know, I've met and helped people a lot over the course of my life in like, you know, touring and DIY and just, you know, meeting and talking to, you know, kindred spirits or whatever. And I think that's an, you know, certainly an aspect of like dummy getting a certain amount of like, you know, initial groundswell of like, you know, interest from our first EP. But yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, us keeping you know, the quality of our music up and continuing to show new ideas. I mean, most bands have one idea when they start the band and then they never have any new ideas. And so, yeah, their second and third record, you're just like, this is boring. Who cares? Exactly. Yeah. So. Um, and with, you know, the dummy grind comes a lot of the, you know, the, the negative, the negativity and all that stuff. Like uh, your van broke down. Yeah. um covid and uh, just general expenses and i'm reading about little sims canceling her u.s tour because it's not cost effective for her so when you when you hear about all these things and you go through some of these things do you think the grind is worth it well i guess for me like right now dummy we we never had the ambition of doing this amount of touring or like being this sort of band in the beginning at all. It was just like, we're making a new band. We just want to make good music. You know, if we put out a tape tight, but beyond that, I mean, you know, we've just been given the opportunity to do that. And that's the only reason we're doing that. If it was just like, let's go on tour, we wouldn't be doing it. Like there's a, like the first tour that we did in December was like, you know, our first like West coast tour. It's just our first tour after our record came out. Then the tour we did in April was like, you know, a, the tour to support the LP. And then this tour that we have was because we were asked to go on tour with Horse Girl. And then the European tour was because someone booked a European tour for us. So like, we're not just like doing it for no reason. It's all because opportunities are presenting themselves. And if they continue to present themselves, you know, we'll continue to kind of like live this life that is honestly difficult all of us are broke as hell and like you know skating by but like we didn't think we were going to have this chance to like tour and see the world and show other people our music this way and like you know have sub pop put out seven inch and have trouble in mind put out an lp and have like you know the kind of things that have happened it's all been you know very 
surprising and like you know we're very lucky in a lot of ways but also yeah like all of us have worked really hard our whole lives within art to like you know maybe this is the culmination of all that work you know I thought wild honey was going to be the kind of the culmination of that work but it just hadn't and after it I was like I don't I don't want to do that again because it was heartbreaking but for dummy it's hard and you know and it's you know with covid that stuff obviously makes everything hard but like just being in kind of like a rising band or whatever the fuck you want to call us like you know you're not we're not making enough money to really like sit back and relax even a little bit we have to like hustle and like you know we're trying to like do that and you know of course none of us want to like ask for help for people to like fix our van because like you know in theory you know we should be able to do ourselves but unfortunately we just bought tickets to go to europe we just re-upped a bunch of merch we just spent our another hundred or like over a thousand dollars on the van so we're like just in this shitty positions we're like well if people want to help you know if if people didn't help we would still make it happen somehow but it's just you know sometimes it's okay to ask for help and i don't know i don't feel any like of course i feel a certain amount of embarrassment or like self-consciousness about doing it but you know it's just none of us are making a ton of money in our jobs and stuff like that so like you know and where we have jobs that make it so we can tour and only poor shitty paying jobs let you do that so you know it's it's interesting it's like it's it's weird balance of like we have all this really great stuff happening and like there is this possible opportunity for it to sustain us to some degree but there is a lot of like work still to be done to like have that possibility like you know come into flourishing flourishing i can't i don't you know what i'm trying to say but yeah uh, yeah yeah so it's kind of like yeah it's hard but we want to do it and we're stoked and like i mean you know europe is going to be insane because i've never even been to europe so like i'm really excited just to see europe and then the fact that i'm doing it while playing music is just really cool so Janine's really loved Europe. They told me they were, you know, they just loved it over there. So I'm sure they're going to love Dummy too. Yeah. Or they'll just be like, you sound too much like Stereolab. (laughs) Or the opposite is true. They're like, oh, you sound like Stereolab. Oh, great. Come on in. You know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. You talked about the rising band thing. And to me, I think when when people ask, if, if I haven't been asked yet. So if someone asks me, what new bands I should, you know, check out. Uh, Dummy is one of those bands that come to mind or like an empath or something like that, like, or yeah. a soul glow or something like that. That immediately comes to my mind. Like these are new bands right now that you should check out. So yeah. take pride in that. You know what I mean? Forget okay. about the rising bands crap. You know what I mean? I don't, that's care. I mean, I don't, I don't <laughs> care about that. It's just, yeah, I know. Position we're like, I guess, currently in. So of course, of course, which, which it feels, I, you know, I feel very like, goofy and self-conscious saying that it's just but that's just you know that's the reality and we're lucky yeah yeah um you joined a very special singles club recently the sub pop singles yeah. club uh with mono retriever and pepsi vacuum you shared the singles with me before they dropped i love them immediately they're just fantastic songs and they're just classic dummy tunes um or a sign of what's to come um how did you get this amazing opportunity uh chris emailed us out of nowhere and that's what happened that's it, it was no um no like 
we didn't do anything aside from them being fans and them reaching out and them being like, we want to do this. And we were like, okay. I mean, the, when I got that email, I like stood up immediately. I was like, what the actual fuck is this? And then I like ran like Alex and Nathan were in their rooms and I was like, sub pops emailing us. What the fuck is going on? Sub pops emailing us. So like it was, yeah, that came to be out of literally nowhere. That was not anything we sought out. So, I mean, it, that, I mean, even in this moment, it's still very like, holy shit, I, my band, my band put out something on sub pop records. Like that's, wow. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard to believe, honestly. Yeah. I, I, I think it's like, it's almost worth the grind, right? Yeah. You're doing yeah. some, you're putting something into the world and yeah. somebody is noticing, be it yeah. a sub pop, a be it a podcaster, be it anybody, somebody yeah. is, people are paying attention to you, which is insane. Yeah. That idea is like fascinating to me. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I can't, I still to this, I mean, the idea of someone being like, you know what, I'm going to put on dummy right now and listen to it and be like stoked to listen is still a, a truly bizarre concept to me. I can't, I, I can't imagine someone doing it still even though obviously there are some people doing it, it's still very bizarre to me. Yeah. You have the physical records in your hand, you know, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's amazing. It's fascinating to me. It's like, yeah, it's when I heard about that, when you told me about that, I'm like, Oh wow. Like that's something I love the sub pop single stuff. Um, so with, with these songs were they recorded part of a, a, a separate upcoming dummy project or, or what? Um, so they emailed us. They're like, it's obviously a single, so it's two songs. And we wrote the songs. We wrote, recorded, mixed, and mastered the songs in like a little over a month. It was all written for Sub Pop. Um, the, for the singles specifically. Like uh, the two songs mirror each other in terms of like their chords and their subject matter. It's meant to be like just another um, uh, extension of each other and like an extension of like um just a listening experience it's not i you know it's meant to be listened as two songs not like one song here and one song there you know we approach everything in that you know that way and so you know there is a conceptual nature even if it's just two two songs on a seven inch so but yeah yeah totally written for uh for sub pop and they're not like, for me, they're like kind of like the bookend era, bookend for like the first era of the band, I guess, in a way. Like, you know, the next record, you know, we, we need some time to collect new ideas, new pieces, new influences, new things for, you know, whatever that. And I don't, I have no idea what that's going to be. Like we have like four, I have like four little songs like demoed, but like, in like in our little phone that we record a bunch of stuff in but like those are just like complete skeletons of you know what they could possibly be in the future but right now like we're just so focused on being like a touring band and like a good live band we're not really worrying about like the you know future of uh what the next lp will sound like i don't even want to think about it it's too stressful <laughs> great i wasn't even going to ask about it because i just yeah. i'd rather you just you know do what you do make it work you know i like the recipe so you know yeah. surprise me with some new flavors and i look at these singles it's like 
like rappers when they when they're acts like freestyle and like a, a Funkmaster Flex or a Sway, like are you doing an original verse or something you have coming, which is cool. Yeah. Like I think about it like that. Yeah. Um. So speaking of uh, you know, future projects, I know last time you told me there's a third Dummy EP in the works. Is that still happening, or are you just you know putting that in the back of your mind? Um. That's like a. That's like a different thing um that's not that's not in the back of my mind it's like in the middle of my mind it's not it's it's because like we're still collecting kind of like the pieces for it um the idea right now is to take field recordings we make on tour and then use those as the basis for like individual like tracks and it'll be an ep it'll be all ambient new age quiet minimal stuff but we want to make sure we do the equal quality of that sort of music that we do with like our like rock music or whatever um so and it's hard to make good compelling ambient new age music it's pretty easy to make that sort of music and just be fine but we want to make it you know dummy quality or whatever so it's just like trying to figure out exactly how we want to build once we have all like the ideas we'll or all the like field recordings we collected over the tours we'll kind of go back and be like you know pick the best like however many we want to use and then go from there what about the the first two eps on vinyl release what's going on with that uh september 3rd september 3rd okay yeah all right that'll be out the i don't know when it's going to be like put up for pre-order um uh soon i think uh but it'll be out for our european tour oh great i can't wait when when will this go up i guess it doesn't matter but um tomorrow we're actually we're we have a there's a comp we're part of that's coming out tomorrow uh called through the soil two and um it's a benefit comp for the trevor project and um a song like a b-side from ep2 is on it uh fantastic there'll be like a new it's not new but like it's a song that was it was the original closing song for ep2 but then i decided i liked this other uh, the i liked prime mover unmoved more like in terms of like it's uh the context of like the whole record uh this is it's this one's a little more like so I don't I don't know if broody is the right word. It's just a little more like downtrodden, but it's not, but it's similar to that song. They're very similar to each other. It's kind of like the light and dark versions of them. Like Prime Movers, the kind of more blissed out light version, and the other one's more of the darker. It's still like blissed out and stuff, but it's not, it's a little more I sing lead vocals on it. So like that's a first for a dummy song where I sing the the main vocal and Emma sings on it. Um but yeah, that comes out tomorrow. Can't but wait. It won't be tomorrow when people hear this. Yeah, um, yeah. When this, it's cool. this is going to come out this uh, this weekend, this coming weekend. So it'll probably be out already. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's it's really cool. Like, I mean, we're really glad to do it because Trevor Project is obviously, you know, helps out LGBTQ plus people. And that's, you know, a couple of us in the band. <laughs> so, there you go. There um, you go. But uh, and it's Pride Month. So yeah, it's cool. I mean, there's a lot of big names. I mean, like Juliana Baker, Julian Baker's on it. Faye Webster's on it. Horse Jumper of Love's on it. Then like a bunch of like they're gutting a body of water. And I don't know, just a lot of it's a lot of like 
I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, just it's a lot of bands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm glad you're putting out the record for the first two EPs because my tape from the first EP is starting to go a little bit. It still plays oh, really? well, but it, yeah, wow. like so. I am excited for the vinyl because yeah, there you go. I want my dummy physicals last forever. U.S. Tour 2.0 is kicking off uh, this summer with Horse Girl and Lifeguard. And this time around, you're coming back to New York City at a bigger venue, Bowery yeah. Ballroom. I am yeah. um, noticing um, you're, you're playing bigger venues faster with Dummy than with uh, Wild Honey, in my opinion. Do you think that's true or no? I don't know. I mean, we're supporting Horse Girl, so it's not, you know, it has nothing to do with us. Um, with Wild Honey, I guess we only did a couple support tours. So I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I don't, it's hard to say. I don't, yeah. I, I guess, because I, I'm thinking of like, because we toured with Ceremony and that was like, you know, not small rooms, but they weren't big rooms and Cloak Room was the same. The big one was Law Dispute, but that's obviously like thousands of people. So that's like, um, the Horse Girl one, it's like mostly like four and 500 capacity rooms. So, I'm curious to see how it goes because I like that band and um, I think it's cool that like, you, like, a, you know, younger kids are making, you know, more noisy, weirder, you know, guitar music. And then, you know, I feel like that's kind of in short supply to some degree. Yeah, I love the new Horse Girl album. It's, it's so fascinating. It's very, you know, what reminds me of it's like a it's like a spookier Courtney's in a way. You know yeah, I, mean? I can see that for sure. It's like a little bit more dark and a little more mysterious and detached than the Courtney's. And then yeah. Lifeguard is really fucking good. And I'm hoping like they make us look stupid every night. And then we have to play really, you know, that ups wants us to up our game because they're so good. So yeah. That's yeah. Cool. I'm like, yeah, bring it. I can't wait. It's gonna be it's gonna be nuts. Um, so uh Joe, thank you so much for coming on my little underground for the third time. You know, you're welcome any time to talk about whatever else uh, you got going on at dummy camp. So let people know where to buy stream dummy stuff, um, where to reach out to you for PR inquiries and whatever else you got going on. Oh, like uh, just uh, not dummy.bandcamp.com, not dummy on Instagram. And then for PR stuff, it's just stereo junk PR at gmail.com. All righty. Thank you so much, Joe. Yeah. Thanks for having me.